Hello and welcome to today's episode. I am Lucy Imanitz Aliu and as promised last week, we have today a special guest in the studio and I will allow her to introduce herself. Hello and welcome, madam. Greetings, listeners. Um, I'm Emanuela Sandy, Governance Specialist, Institute for Governance Reform. So today we are going to talk about the citizens' commitment. As we stated earlier, um, on the citizens' demand. So if you had missed our last episode, please go back and listen because that's the foundation to our discussion today. So let's go continue from where we, we stopped last. Um, the, the commitments, are they in any way different or how different are they from the um, demands of citizens? Yeah, the commitments are different um, because it is citizens saying if government would do this this is what we also we are going to do um this wasn't in on the first citizens manifesto but this time around we know that um if if we are to um achieve good governance there is a responsibility on the state and then we as citizens also we have our own responsibility okay so tell us um what are these uh, six national commitments and what are the commitments of citizens at the national level? So, um, the commitment again, we got that from um, the knowledge, attitude and practice of A. Mm-hmm. And then citizens were able to identify the commitments. And beyond that, we, d- we did um, the district consultations. Um, during that period, um, each district they had the opportunity to prioritize um, the commitments, like for instance, for us in um, in Falaba, this is what these are the first two or three um, um, by order of preference. These are the first three for us that we are committing to. So the six commitments are these: the one is to commit to not throwing rubbish on the streets and support enforcement of public sanitation law. Um, the second one was to commit to stop. Um, to build houses in unauthorized locations and setting fire on bushes. We know that um, um, there are some areas that experts have, have, um, uh, have said they are not good for people to, to build houses in those areas because it, it could lead to um, disaster. And those also that would, that would set wildfire on, on, on bushes also that would, that would lead to destruction in, in, in communities. So citizens, we are they also committed to this and and as i said it is different from one district to another by order of preference you know this has been an issue over the years we all know what had happened when we we, we as a nation um have um, experienced um flooding mudslide and some of those citizens who were in those communities where we had the mudslide you know government took them from those places and then um, identified a particular area for them and gave them startup kits, you know. But some of those citizens, again, they sold those um, places and they are coming again to reside in some of those areas. And then when there would be chaos or, or any uh, any problem, the first um, uh, port of call is, would be again government. So citizens committed to stop building in unauthorized locations and then stop putting pre- undue pressure on judges, um, police, magistrates and allow the law to take its course. 
So the idea behind this again was that um, if the country as a nation we have to move forward, is that we have to leave those um, um, people who, who, who have been trained, who are specialists in their areas, to do the work that they are they are they are being paid to do. So um, so we know that um, it's it's a common practice for citizens to be putting pressure on on on. Um, um, public officials. So citizens are committing to stop putting undue, undue pressure on, this, on these categories of people. The other one is to stop paying bribes to police officials um, and teachers, health workers and tax officials. We know that um, corruption is in two ways, or bribing those who ask for the bribe and those also who pay the bribe. So like parents also that will go, their children do not pass their school exams and then they will go and pay bribes for their children to be permitted. That is all what is contributing to the menace in society. So citizens committed to stop those kind of acts and then stop begging MPs and politicians for money and personal gifts. We, 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 this, this also is a common practice also that needs to, to you know, to, to stop um, um, in this nation. Because MPs and, and other public officials, they cannot, they cannot provide for every other individual personally. That, that is too much pressure on them. You know, some people for their personal needs at home, they have to ask the, the MPs or politicians, you know. And, and, and if you're asking the, the MP, for example, um, for personal gifts, if MP, MP is being given a, a development fund for your community and the MP um, do not work towards that, you will not even have the face to ask the MP because you have been used to asking the MP for personal gifts. And the final one is to commit never to use social media to incite ethnic tension and, and, and hate. This scored really high um, in, in all of our consultations because we, 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 we know that um, Social media have a good aspect of it, and then if it is not used wisely, also it will need it will lead to tensions in the country. We all know what happened August 10 last year, and so we do not want to go back to that um, kind of experience. So people would, would, would send things to social media. This is what this particular ethnic group they are doing, or they feel they are better than this. And so you as a citizen, you have the honors not to forward such messages uh, in the first place, and then to, you know, to stop from that, that, that um, chain, to stop it from your own end. So these are the six commitments that citizens made. Well, I can actually give a round of applause for these commitments. But it's one thing for citizens to demand, and it's also another major thing to make a commitment. So how effective are these commitments going to be? And also, is there any accountability tool that the CM would be using to hold citizens accountable? So what we did was that um, we had um, collaboration with other civil society organizations, um, at all levels. So um, some of those um, um, partners at the district level, they are going to be like um, watchdogs, you know, okay. to see for some of those commitments, especially the area of sanitation. You would see, yes, th there is there is a responsibility on the state, but citizens also, people, you know, do their personal um, 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 work at home and then come to the streets and just throw the rubbish there. So you would see that many of our major towns, they are not really clean. They are not re really in that hygienic co um, condition. So those of our um, um, 
partners at the district level, they would serve as a medium to monitor some of those um, um, commitments to see that citizens are there to them. Okay, so you mentioned that um, the last manif um, um, commitment which talks about social media actually scored high. Is it national level? If so, then what about, what, what's the rate on um, regional level as well? Yes, um, for, at national level, because it's called, it starts first from the, from the regional level, you know, if you have um, many regions or many districts rating a particular um, issue high, then it will, it will show up at the national level. So the issue of sanitation and, the, and social media really scored high, you know, at, at, at almost every district and um, at the national So it's, 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 of course, it gets to the national level. Um, I, I think as a nation also, um, one of the reasons might be that um, we want to move forward. Um, we want to be having, having discussions around development, um, not again going um, to be inciting, you know, ethnic tensions that the, this particular, the Timinis or the Mendes, you know, or these particular regions, things like that. We want to move from that aspect. We know how et ethnic tension has led to commotion in other countries, for example, for like Rwanda. So we do not want to have that experience. And as a nation, we all knew what happened in Augustine. You know, so we do not want to have that somebody being in one country inciting people or people in the nation spreading some kind of message for people to be hating one particular ethnic group or another. That will not um, lead to development as a nation. Okay, so I assume the um, dissemination method is going to be the same. So how would you be working with political parties to ensure this becomes effective? So for the commitment also, um, the onus is, us, is, is on us. Um, to a large extent as citizens, um, but um, we are speaking to the political parties also to be reminding us, even though we are doing our homework, we have all the structures in place, as I've earlier said, um, those at the district level that will be monitoring each, each of, of those commitments. But um, the, the political parties also, you know, when, when from time and again oh citizens you we are working on this and you also committed that um, uh, um, you would work on this but we are not seeing much being done so those who are concerned we hope you are taking notes you know to 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 keep us also on our toes because if it's if Sierra Leone is to develop the state have its responsibility and then we are citizens also we do have our responsibility. so in this case we are looking at accountability from both parties both ends. That sounds well. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. That was Emanuela Sandi, the governance specialist for the Institute for Governance Reform. I have been Lucy Emanuela.